Hello and welcome back to the Jessica Pinelli podcast. I'm Jess, your host and your favorite female empowerment coach. This is a safe space to speak about all things on mindset, relationships, business, sex, money, and life experiences. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's go. Welcome back to the Jessica Pinelli podcast. How are we going? It is Friday morning. I have actually already done a podcast recording. I think I've I've mentioned this on the Jessica Pinelli podcast, but I also have a podcast with my friend Laura. She's a therapist. Uh, we have a podcast called The Girls Room. It's also available on Spotify. So if you like podcasts where people are talking to each other, this morning we spoke about rosters and romance so having a roster when you are dating and what that means and we shared our I guess our perspectives and we give really tangible things if you're in that situation but we've spoken about a lot of fun things we had a break when I was in Europe so today was our first episode back it was just so much fun we always cap it to about 45 minutes to an hour but Laura and I can definitely keep talking about these different topics and just looking for my MacBook charger, I realize it's about to go out, but let's get into today's topic. How's everyone's week been? I'm really excited for quarter four. I know that I said this, I think last episode, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's turning into summer here in Australia and I just love quarter four and what I've been having a lot of conversations about. I had an amazing, actually, all my calls this week, both group and both individual calls have been absolutely amazing. Also my boxer containers and a lot of the conversations have been around backing yourself, trusting yourself, a recurring theme that keeps coming up with all of my clients. And so maybe this is like a collective theme, something for you to take on board and to take away from this episode. And what I wanted to speak about is your self-trust levels. One of the biggest foundations of this business when I first started was really about helping women to trust themselves again. And this really stemmed from, I spent a long time not trusting myself. I spent a long time not believing in my own abilities, not backing myself. And I made a post this week, go check it out if you haven't seen it already on my Instagram at Jess Pinelli. But I made a post this week and the post basically said, you need to back yourself or you do two things, right? You need to back yourself. Well, number one, you don't deserve the life that you're working towards. And the number two point kind of explains that you need to back yourself because if you can't back yourself, if you aren't trusting yourself at this current level, what makes you believe that you're going to get to this level, this that you have on a pedestal that you're truly desiring? And I mean level, like the amount of money, the promotion, maybe the business, the relationship, uh, the lifestyle, what makes you believe that you're able, you're going to be able to back yourself and trust yourself if you get to that next level? And this is what I see. And these are the conversations that I've been having and something I've been speaking a lot about over on Instagram is you need to be able to back and trust yourself at this current level. I know it's really, really easy to put on a pedestal and to fantasize about where you want to be and who you want to be. And I'm sure right now, even as I'm speaking, you're probably thinking about the dream business, the dream clients, the dream promotion, relationship, the money in your bank account, all of that. You're probably envisioning that and you're probably you know, part of you gets excited, part of you gets nervous, part of you has this fear, which we can go into today. But 
I need you to know that at this level you're currently at, it doesn't matter what your life looks like. It doesn't matter the relationships or the bank account that you currently have. You need to build that self-trust. And the conversation that I had last night with this client, everything, everything, no matter what she asked me, it just kept coming back to the self-trust piece. And there's a few things that kind of indicate that you have a lack of self-trust, right? If you are consistently living in a fear, a fear of failure, a fear of success, a fear of judgment, um, a fear of not being able to maintain your success, a fear of the future, any type of fear, remember, this is a small breakdown, but a fear comes from a past resentment, so a past memory. This is something I, I teach my clients in depth. And in fact, this is a conversation and this type of episode is going to be a conversation that I have inside of the Confidence Collective. So the Confidence Collective is now currently open. It is my three-week container. This is really, it's not about, okay, how do we dress and talk and walk to be the most confident version? No. True confidence is feeling safe to be yourself. True confidence is feeling safe to be who you authentically want to be. You can back yourself. You can trust yourself. So really, this entire episode is going to be like one of the main conversations I have inside of the Confidence Collective. It's three weeks. It's group coaching. You also get group Voxer. So you get calls, you get Voxer, you get modules. And I'm really excited to host this space. And to be honest, it's probably, well, it is definitely the last for this year, but I haven't even said this on Instagram yet. It may be the last time that I hold the Confidence Collective. And, you know, it's it's like this bittersweet. I'm not going to put anything in stone yet. It's something that I've kept in this business, has been one of the crowd favorites in this business for four years. It was actually my second program. Well, kind of like I had two programs. And the Confidence Collective was the second one when I first started my business. I actually put something on my Instagram story. I showed the old logo. I, I shared why I started this and it's been adapted. It went to sleep for a year and then I redefined it. I create recreated it. And now it's like been in the last year of running around. But the Confidence Collective is, is so much more than a program that is like, okay, this is how you were going to speak positive or this is how you fake it till you make it, right? No. It is a program that is going to teach you how to fully back yourself, to trust yourself, to start that business, to put yourself out there, to expand your presence, to wake up to the life that you've created. Because guess what? You felt like you had the courage to do it. You have the courage to do it. You felt like you could make the decisions. This is for all of the women out there that feel like they are always searching for the external validation or they are always searching for someone else to back them. This is for the women out there that are trying really, really hard to progress in their life, but it just feels like fear is holding you back too much, right? Maybe you want to start a business and you have this big fear of failure. Like, what do you, and then what do you do after that failure happens? Because remember, with any form of uh, failure, 50-50 chance, 50% chance of failing, 50% chance of success. And so the Confidence Collective is a really close, juicy, juicy container where we are going to be having these conversations. And the thing with my group coaching that I think is a big point of difference is I don't 
treat group coaching as if like, here's some blanket statements for everyone else. Go about your way. I love to have the one-on-one interaction. So if you're like, oh, I'm unsure about group coaching. I've had this conversation before and, you know, I prefer the one-on-one, but I'm not quite ready for that. Come into my group coaching, right? I make sure that everything is personalized to you. That's the most important thing. How are you going to possibly get results? And this comes from my own experiences of being in group coaching where I'm like, I, everything is just like a blanket, blanket approach. And that doesn't work for anyone. So the Confidence Collective, if you have a habit of doubting yourself, searching for that external validation, you're a perfectionist. You know, we spoke about this on the podcast last week. If you are someone that just like has these big dreams and desires and you're just not sure what else to do, you are just not sure of how else to progress and you just feel like you don't have it in you. You're waking up and you're like, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't even know what to do, Jazz. I don't even know if I want a business. I don't even know if I want a career in that. I, I don't know if I want to date now. I don't know how this is for you. And this is one of the reasons why I have been having these conversations this week, right? It's just the theme of it. And going back to what I was saying is yesterday on my call with this client, everything that we were talking about, it stemmed back to this self-trust piece. And so right now, as I'm speaking, I really, really want you just to check in with yourself. And I really want you to be honest with yourself. Do you trust yourself? Do you back yourself? And wholeheartedly, even in the moments that you failed, I shared, and I'm going to share with you on the podcast because you know how open and honest I am. I shared with this client last night, I have failed more time in my business than I have succeeded. And, you know, in the first year, year and a half, it would really get to me anytime that I failed or anytime I went for something and I started to lose that self-trust. I started to stop backing myself. I started to look for the external validation of like, okay, this is a choice that's good. Or like I had the biggest comparison trap, you know, and Everything I did was because I was comparing myself or because I needed this external validation or because I just didn't feel like I was worthy enough to make a decision and to make a choice. And so what I shared with this client is, yes, I failed more. Yes, I wasn't backing myself. But everything that has eventuated from learning how to back myself and trust myself has always been in alignment with what I desire let go of the notion that things have to work out a certain way because from what I've learned and I'm sure you've learned this from every manifestation guru is like you can put something out but it does not mean it's going to eventuate in the way that you see yourself so as I was saying I I look for a few things and indications when it comes to a lack of self-trust and in fact I had my notes up and I don't have my notes up right now give me two seconds to pull them up because I can read to you super simple list. And this is just, this list is just for you to get to know yourself better. Now, what I want to preface this by saying, it doesn't mean that anything's wrong with you. And it doesn't mean that you can't fix these things if you want to. It doesn't mean you can't be better if you want to, right? This backing yourself and trusting yourself is regulating to that. You, we have many, many conversations about the regulation piece, right? Regulate to a life that you desire. Don't continue to be dysregulated to the life that you've always known. And that is what I see a lot of the time, just before we go into this list, that is what I see a lot of the time is women are doing the same thing over and over again, feeling dysregulated, feeling burnt out, feeling tired and exhausted because they are are just continually, continuously 
regulating to a life they've known, but it's actually dysregulation. So now is a time for you to become really aware. The second last episode from this, uh, I think episode 228, Regulating to a New Norm, go listen to that. Listen, That should be an episode you have in your toolbox and you just listen to on repeat. Because when you understand that you get a choice in the way that you are every single day, that is also an indication that you are building your self-trust. That is also an indication that you are choosing right now in this moment to back yourself. Because if you don't back yourself, who are you going to have at the end of the day? And this falls into why a lot of people externally validate themselves because they cannot, they possibly, they can't be vulnerable with themselves. They can't be honest with themselves. They can't possibly face the fears or the icky feelings or making a decision by themselves. But if you can't do that, stop expecting a life that you desire, the money, the the relationships, the business, the career, the, the, the fitness, whatever it may be. Stop expecting that. Stop working towards that. Work right now on regulating to, okay, what does this look like to trust myself? If I backed myself starting today, like ask yourself this question before we go into this list. If I backed myself today, what would I do differently? And that's a question I started asking myself a few years ago waking up and then it becomes when you put this on repeat remember the subconscious mind loves repetition so when you are repeating this when you are asking yourself this and you're being consciously aware this is another conversation I have with my clients is how can I be so consciously aware how am I doing things with intention one of these clients she wrote out all of the things she does that are like personal development and she actually asked herself like why am I doing the meditation why am I doing the yoga? Why am I doing the breath work? You should be asking yourself that, you know, we, with society now and social media, there are so many things. that's like, if you do this in your routine, if you implement this type of meditation, if, and you know what, I do these things too, but with intention and that comes and you're probably like, okay, Jess, what has this got to do with backing yourself? You need to live intentionally you need to live consciously. That's why I always share. You can be self-aware, but you should be stepping into consciously aware. So the list, let me read it to you. These are the signs that you don't trust yourself and things to work on. It's nothing to shame or judge about yourself. Nothing is wrong with you. I still struggle with these sometimes as well. It's, it's a saying, new levels, new devils. So when you reach a new level, you may start to experience these again, but it's because you've regulated to a new capacity now and your body is just like, okay, we're having a bit of fear here or we're we're struggling with this. You know, like minimize the gap. One thing I promise you, I'm going to get into this list, but I'm going on a tangent now because this is important. What I said to a client as well this week, like I said, so many goodies. And if you want to have these conversations and you're resonating with this, come into the Confidence Collective. I also have a couple couple of spots left for a Voxer, one-on-one Voxer container. So it's basically like Instagram DMs, just a different app, lots of voice messaging, lots of workshopping. I love my Voxer containers. And I also have applications that are open for my one-on-one mentorship as well, Reclaim. Any questions about that, just slide into my DMs. But one thing I was sharing, like juicy conversation this week was you need to minimize the gap between where you are now, where you want to be, but like quickly. When it comes to managing your emotions, when it comes to getting over a failure or something not going to plan or something not meeting up with your expectations, minimize that, that gap as quickly as possible and progress. 
don't have a failure in your business one day. Maybe you did a launch and let's say over two weeks, no one signed up. Instead of stewing on that and sitting on that for the next month, month and a half, have your sad time for an hour and then think, okay, what didn't work? What do I need to do market research? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? Minimize that gap so quickly. And that has been one of the most effective things when you start to build your trust, when you learn what the signs are, minimize that. And I know it's really easy and it's human nature to kind of like get upset about things that are happening that didn't go our way. But the the better you get, the more efficient you get at managing your emotions, neutralizing what happens to you and using it. And this was the question I got. What do you do when I fail? Failure equals feedback. I've said that for the longest time. If you're an OG listener, you know I've said that for the longest time. Failure equals feedback. You are getting feedback into things that are no longer working for you, that don't serve you. And that's amazing. Does it still hurt? Does it still make you upset? Can it still get you angry and resentful? Yes. But don't spend time there. Spend time instead progressing. And that's where most people get stuck in. They fail in their business career and their relationship. And, you know, then all of a sudden they, if it's a relationship, all of a sudden they're not dating for five years because they have this fear of failure that if they start something with someone, it's going to fail anyway. And, you know, one thing on the neutralization is, again, there is 50% chance of failure, 50% chance of success. So let's get to this list. Signs you don't trust yourself. Self-criticism, doubt, and you focus on your flaws. This is a huge one. This is probably one of the main ones that you can identify with. But where is your doubt coming into play? Where are you always just focusing on your flaws? Where are you focusing on your perceived flaws, I should say, like flaws and what we recognize within ourselves are things that you are perceiving are in quotation marks wrong with you. So again, how can we minimize the gap there? And instead, use that to our advantage. If doubt is always going to come up, new levels, new devils. Again, keep playing that to yourself. Doubt is always going to come up. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you and say, you're going to do this work. And I say this to my clients, I'm not going to bullshit you. You can do this work. I've had one of my longest clients, two and a half years, and she still has doubt come up. She's really, really great at regulating, managing her emotions, workshopping through things, being very, very curious, asking better questions, but the doubt still comes up. That's human nature. That's feeling, right? That's understanding that things are changing, things are different. No matter what you regulate to, your nervous system will always freak out in some way, shape or form, but it's learning how to regulate that. Number two, pursuit of perfection, having this huge fear of failure. Perfectionism, right, we spoke about, I won't go too deep because this is a whole episode from last week. Perfectionism doesn't exist. It doesn't matter how much you build it up in your mind. It's something that does not exist. It's something you're going to keep aiming for and it's not there. It's a fantasy world. And then on that, having that fear of failure. We've spoken about that a lot today. Number three, constantly seeking validation. Again, a big one. Do you need to be externally validated by someone um, on the internet, by someone you know, by your parents, by your best friends before you make a decision, before you do something? Number four, downplaying your achievements and avoiding self-promotion. When I work with women who are starting an online business or who have started, you know, they're maybe in the first one to two years. One thing I notice is a a sign of not trusting themselves is they will not self-promote. A big part of business is hyping yourself up. A big part of business, and this is what really made me get into, you have to back yourself. 
you do have to back yourself. You have to promote yourself. You have to celebrate your achievements. Are people going to judge? Are people going to make comments? Of course, people will judge and make comments either way. So where are you always downplaying what you have achieved in life? Or where do you get like nervous or feel weird about complimenting yourself? From there, I would say difficulty accepting compliments. I've spoken about this before. One thing I started practicing years ago is accepting compliments. Start If you haven't listened to that episode, I, I've mentioned it in a few episodes, but basically get into a habit instead of someone going, that's a really nice dress. And you respond with, oh yeah, like it's all right. Or no, 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 your dress is better. Instead say, thank you. Or thank you, I know. The, the latter is like a really hard one that I ease myself into, but being able to, again, back yourself up. Yeah, it is a nice dress. I love it. What have we been taught as normal? That's arrogant behavior or, you know, whoa, narcissist, you know, the word that gets thrown around on the internet so much. No, accept compliments. Trust yourself. They like that dress. You like that dress. Don't downplay it. It's not about being ignorant. It's not about being arrogant. It's about, yeah. I do. I like this. I like this dress. I like this haircut. Yeah, I, I do like this choice that I've made. That is internally, what that's doing for you internally is saying, oh, okay, it's okay. It's safe. It's safe to back yourself. It's safe to say nice, kind things about yourself. Do you struggle with being kind to yourself? This is another big element inside of the Confidence Collective. If you sit here and you struggle to be kind with yourself, Definitely. That should be your first indicator that you come into this container because that's one thing we speak about. Next thing, struggling with boundaries and fearing confrontation. Had this big conversation with the podcast that I recorded with Laura on a different topic, but I think having difficult with setting your boundaries and your standards is just the inner people pleaser. This takes time. This is a whole other, I have done a few episodes and boundaries and standards, but if you want me to do an updated version, please post it on your story, slide into my DMs, let me know, because this is a whole other topic in itself. But being able to have a boundary, have a standard and communicate that and stick with it. How many times, you know, this is from one of my trainings inside of uh, my other group coaching the Femme Club, how many times you set a boundary and then you start, there's a line and you start to pull back the line because you start to feel a bit icky or someone's like, you know, saying something like this is mean or this is unfair. And so you're like, okay, let's pull it back. And then you end up resentful, right? Learn to, it's not about welcoming confrontation and, and, and thinking that you have to be a confrontational person, but it's about embracing the honesty Boundary talk, standard talk, expectation talk is about the honesty piece. And yeah, it is uncomfortable, especially when it's something that you don't do a lot of. From there, the last one, this is the physical stress symptoms. So I hear a lot of the time, you know, I'm stressed or I'm overwhelmed and burnt out. Those are symptoms, but other things, physically, anxiety, tension, headaches, digestion issues, cold sores, your body is telling you everything that you need to know. One thing that I've said many, 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 many times, go type in Louise Hayes symptoms on Google. Keep that list. That is something I refer back to. Anytime something comes up for my friends, my family, my clients, I'm like, here's a list. This is what it means. Does it make sense when you look something up? No, not all the time, but you need to sit with it. Your body is telling you everything you need. And if you are in these constant arrays of headaches and cold sores and digestion issues and you're overwhelmed and you're burnt out, that that is an indication something is out of alignment. 
It's meant to feel nice and, and peaceful and clear. It's meant your the trust is meant to feel good inside your body. That is the most important piece. So there's a list. Those are signs you don't trust yourself. You're probably in some degree resonating with them. Others more so. And I want you just, like I said, it's not about shaming or judging. It's just taking them. How can I work on them? What are the things that I can do, right? In a child healing, go be curious. Go do something playful. Kids are so naive. They're playful. They're curious. They ask questions. Go tap into that inner child healing. From there, start to practice. You know, it's a small things. I say, I say this to my clients all of the times, all of the time. People look for the answers that are like these huge like leaps or this one specific journal prompt or this one specific routine or ritual. That's what people look for. No, it's in the small things. So today, maybe it's you saying no to coffee. That is building trust because you're not betraying your own needs. And this is what this is all about. It's about meeting your your needs. It's about practicing being comfortable to put yourself first. One, a, a lot of the work I do with mums, in particular single mums, but mums overall, and this can apply to anyone, but I just say this work comes up, is being able to put themselves first. And it's such a foreign concept, right? Because you have kids. And I know anyone who's listening right now uh, who hasn't done the work with me and, and know fully how I work and is a mom or a single mom. And you're like, no, like your kids come first. Absolutely not. And I say this front out and I have triggered some moms that have worked with me, but eventually what you start to understand is you can't possibly function as the best mother. You you cannot unless you are putting yourself first, unless you're setting those standards, unless you're setting those boundaries. So that's just a side note for my moms out there and a reminder, and maybe that's a little bit triggering for you to hear. You can definitely slide into my DMs, but it's very, very effective work. So this is just a reminder, start to do these things that are basically you meeting your needs first and foremost and not betraying your needs if you're feeling any of these especially the physical not just like all the tangible intangible things but the physical things as well switch things up do things differently and like I said come into a container like the confidence collective and and have yourself be supported I one of the biggest things with all of my containers is the support and the workshopping and being able to connect with you one-on-one and be like, let's workshop through this properly. Let's find a solution, right? We're all about, we're solution focused. We're not, let's just have a cool spill for an hour and that's all, no, we're solution focused. And if you're struggling with this, it's the end of the year. You don't want to continue on the same. You don't want to live in the autopilot. The Confidence Collective is for you and I'm open in my DMs for conversations. Don't be nervous. I know, especially if you haven't invested in yourself before, before, I know it can be really nerve-wracking. It's like, oh, this is so scary to invest. But again, this is meeting your own needs. What do you need? Do you want to spend more time and energy and money doing the things that aren't serving you? Or do you want time, energy, or money on the things that do serve you? That's a question that has really, truly allowed me to build the trust with myself as well. But as always... I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I hope that it's you've gotten a lot out of it. You've learned a few different things about yourself. It's made you a bit more aware, consciously aware about how you're operating and how you can operate better for yourself. Remember, it's not better about me or anyone else. It's about how you can operate better for yourself. If you have any questions, any suggestions for the podcast, slide into my DMs at Jess Pennelly. And of course, 
if you want to come into the Confidence Collective or you're interested in any other forms of coaching, come have a conversation with me. Let's talk about it. Let's see what the best fit for you is. But I will see you and I'll speak to you in the next next episode. Oh, and I would I appreciate so much all of you who have left reviews on Spotify and iTunes, five-star reviews, written a review. It means so, so, so much to me. Uh, you have no idea. Just a little backstory if you haven't heard, but during COVID, I went a little viral for something that I like super, I mean, like global viral. You can probably look it up, just Google my name and like Jess Pinelli COVID. And anyway, I got a bunch of haters, a bunch of haters and they left bad reviews. They were giving me one stars on the podcast. So it was a five-star podcast for a couple of years and now it's gone down. So I would really, really appreciate that if you could help me to if of course you rate the podcast and you love listening to it to rate it five stars to leave a review because honestly it really I know people say this on their podcast and I never used to understand it but it really does help my podcast get out to more people there's a reason why I've been in the Croatia and Finland top 10 for self-improvement for the past couple of months and I've been in the top 50 for Australia, the top 50 for America for mental health and self-improvement, um, also Indonesia and the Philippines. I think that was like top 30, but it really, really does help me and to share this, this message to all of you. And if you're watching here on YouTube, then I would absolutely love for you to subscribe, to comment below, to come have a chat on Instagram. But I really appreciate every single one of you and I will speak to you in the next episode. Bye.